0: Now, before we go into God's word, the losses every case that relates to menstrual issues this morning will be dealt with right now. Right now, your people here this morning, you're hearing me, you're watching online. You have menstrual issues. Some is extended menstrual period. Some is mixed, menstrual pain. Now the Lord specifically said to deal with it. And I want to exercise our authority upon that. Now if you are one of those people, wherever you are, wherever you are, I want I to put your hand right upon your abdomen area. Just put your hand right there. Right there now. That the life of God... Is going to flow from your spirit, man. It's going to flow into that system. Every system that is controlling uh, menstrual period and all of that. That is controlling the flow of the blood. Now now that the life of God, in the name of Jesus, I curse the life of God to flow from your spirit, man, right now. From your spirit, man, if you're not born again, I impart the life of God through my hands right now and through my words into your body right now. In the name of Jesus, to move into the system that controls the flow of blood at your menstrual uh, period. In the name of Jesus, I command the menstrual to stop. Extended menstrual period, stop in the name of Jesus. And if your case is that you've not seen your your menstruation, you've not had your menstruation for a long time, and it's not because you're pregnant, but because there's an abnormality, I command that abnormality, go in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Because it's done and lord as we go into your word our hearts are open to receive your word thank you because by the reason of your word our lives will never remain the same again we're going to be transformed to a greater level of your glory by your word this morning in the name of jesus thank you because the utterance the entrance of your word gives light we receive light this morning and it gives understanding to the simple. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. There is light. There is understanding. There is light. There is understanding. There is light. There is understanding. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Come and rejoice. Come on, rejoice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want you to celebrate your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I celebrate you. Come and celebrate your neighbor. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then please be seated. I'm going to give you one minute. You're going to thank God for your neighbor. And then you are going to prophesy... Upon your neighbor. One minute. One minute you're going to thank God for your neighbor. And then you say thank God. thank you Father for bringing her. In the name of for bringing him. And then you begin to prophesy. Upon him. Begin to declare. In the name of Jesus. Come and pray for your neighbor right now. Thank you Father. Thank you, Father. Barahanda kusubradya, libo handaku duziga da bariga daya. Zinamanhantu Ibrane Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Brickadas kopricketi ustetna. Glenihendro managro uskopledia and kuskariya. Ruszunamanagiriya. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, you have declared. Just as you have declared, so it is in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, how was Destiny International Conference 2022? Was it the answer to your prayer? And then, how has been your testimony? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The testimonies are coming in. Already, God has been good to us. And never forget his word. It said, it's the answer to your prayer. The answer to your prayers. So there are things that have been delivered into your hands. You have the answer already. All you just need to do, you have the key already. All you have to do is open the door and then walk in. Open the door and then walk in. The Bible says, emphasizing the force of the word of God, what the word of God brings to you, the power in God's word. It says in Psalm 119 and then verse 130, Psalm 119 Verse 130. He said, The entrance of thy word gives light. It gives words. Come on, say, Light. Light. The entrance of God's word. In other words, the word of God has the ability to produce light, to give you light. And when we talk of light, we are talking of revelations. When we talk of light, we're talking of knowing what to do. Knowing exactly what to do. When we talk about light, we're talking about see Where there is confusion, you know exactly what to do. And that's why God's word is coming to you this morning. I don't know what it is that you're going through. You're saying you don't know what to do. The Bible says... The entrance of God's word gives light. It gives light. Tell your neighbor, it gives light. Tell your neighbor it gives light. And if you believe that, God's word this morning is coming with that light. You say, Well, what do I need to do to move this business to the next level? There's light in God's word. Said it gives light, but that's not the only thing he does. He says it gives understanding, it gives knowledge, it gives understanding. You begin to know the principles that guide this world, the principle that rules this world, the concepts. So that's why you come to the church. You know that God's word is going to produce two things in your life. It's going to give you revelation. It's going to give you what to do. It's going to give you the the, the, the word of the Lord for the season. It's going to give you what is in the heart of God. The very mind of God. So you are coming to receive revelation. But that's not the only thing you are coming to receive. It gives light also tells us that it gives solution to your problem. It comes with a solution. So that anywhere there's darkness, when light shows up, what happens? Darkness disappears. So you're not just coming to receive revelations. Yes, it's part of it. Oh, the word, that one word that I need from the Lord. I have come for it. But that's not the only thing you have come for. Because when you receive this word, listen here, when you receive that one word, and say, yes, that's my word, and then you want to run with it, there is something that keeps that one word alive in your life. And that's the understanding. That's why the word of God comes with that revelation, and then it comes with understanding to operate in the revelation. Understanding to to continually walk in that revelation. So understanding the concepts, precept upon precept, line upon line, understanding it. That's why the church of Jesus Christ is also a school. (laughs) But it's not just a school alone. It is where God comes and then speaks his mind to you. So that's why the word of God comes and manifests in the two-edged sword. Two dimensions. Light and what? Understanding. Light and understanding. Light and understanding. And then this is only possible to who? To the simple. When the Bible talks about the simple here, it's talking about those that are humble. That you humble yourself to do what? To receive the word of God. You come as a student. You come as a student. You know, someone posted on my alma mater, secondary school alma mater, showing a picture of, you know, an elder brother, an elder sister, dragging this young boy They were going to school dragging him the boy didn't want to go to school dragging him to go to school and then the guy will say that some of you today now you come here now he was talking to uh, our mate you know just sending it that's we know some of you when we're school then they were dragging you today now because they drag you to school you know how to speak uh, good english you know how to do things now you you come here and you start posting and start posting but you didn't remember that. If not because they dragged you to school. Will you be able to start posting all these things and then start speaking English, taking this one, doing this one? From generation to generation, education, education cannot be overemphasized. And that's why, well, as, much, as much as you emphasize the education of your intellectual mind, then the emphasis on the education of your spirit, the spiritual education, where the mind of Christ in you is educated, cannot be overemphasized. So, when you come to church, you must come. That God's word is coming as what? Two-edged sword. Come and say two-edged sword. sword. So you don't just come and say, prophesy, pastor. Prophesy upon me. Give me the word for the season. Give it to me now. I will just run with it. And yet you don't know any other thing. It is good. But you know how you're going to run? When you run with just one edge of the sword you will run slowly. You will run, but you run slowly. And then your running is going to be like a jumper. You'll be jumping because you are running with one leg. So you go with that word. Oh, I got a pro- prophetic word. That's God speaking to me. God, that's God speaking to me. And then you run with that, but you don't have understanding. You lack knowledge. You don't know A from B. When it comes to spiritual things, then your life will not be balanced. You will be running an unbalanced life. This is how you'll be running. Have you ever seen someone that will win 100 meters by running like this? Eh? You want to win 100 meters, you run with your two legs. Even those that have two legs, they've not even won it. So you want to run the race of life. You come for the word to give you what? Light. But it doesn't stop there. And then you come for the word to give you what? Understanding. And from generation to generation, understanding is kept. Understanding is understood by putting things down. How many of you in your going to school in life. The best student in school does not have notes. How many of you have seen the people that don't have notes and they pass? How many of you have seen? They don't have notes and they pass. We need to go and check out the pass. No notes. So what do they read when they get home? Hallelujah. Please, older generation, how many of you have seen somebody without notes that pass? I'm not asking the younger generation. Older generation, please talk to me. In my own none of them. They are NFAs. They never passed. Because in those days we didn't have where you go and then put puts your child in a special center. And then where they would have been paid. It's happening. It's happening. Put them in special centre where they will all be helped. If you, if you are answering that my question from secondary school level, please don't answer it. Let's talk about, and then we are talking about first class uh, tertiary institutions here now first-class tertiary institutions. Because there are some tertiary institutions in Nigeria today that is all about money. Once you can pay, if you pay handout money, forget it. Pay the lecturer handout, you passed already. You understand? Just buy the handouts, go and put it. If you like, you can even, you can burn it. You don't need to read it. Once you have paid that money, you are sure. C I mean, C is, you are sure C. Yes, in this country. I don't want to mention schools. I know some of these schools. And I've told myself, until they change, there's nobody, if I hear anybody, parent that wants to go to that school, I say, no, you're not going there. No. Hallelujah. But if you go to any of the first class tertiary institutions, whether polytechnic or university, there are first class polytechnics and uh, universities in this country. And then you don't have notes. No matter how brilliant you are <laughs> let me not tell you a story. No matter how brilliant you are, you know you will fail and the failure will be yakata see, and that's why, that's why when somebody fails, it's not because the person is not brilliant, too. Because, see, information, information, you didn't come from heaven with information. Your brilliancy is, is, your brilliancy is exposed by the information that you take in and then that you retain. It is displayed by that. Glory to God. So please do not come to church for the revelation alone. You come to church for the understanding. Understanding. You must understand it. So that they wake you up. They ask, okay, what, does, what, what is the life of God? You understand it. The life of God. <laughs> no. And that understanding comes by writing, write it down. Force yourself to write it down in your own way. Because that's when you now think, you say, oh, I heard Pastor now, I know. It's when you want to say it out that you now know that. Wait too. I thought I heard him. But when you are writing, and then you write it in your own way, that's the first level, first step. Then you have moved to give it understanding unto the simple. Very, very important. Hallelujah. All right. This morning, we are going to continue um, from where we stopped at the conference. We are you're done with the life of God. This month, we are looking at the life of God all the way. The month of Destiny International Conference. The life of God. And then, we started off on the dynamics of the life of God. And then... I said the dynamics of the life of god will be explained on four levels one the law of the spirit of life can i hear it number two the word of life right the word of life number three the knowledge of the true god and jesus christ his son. And then number four. The reality that we are born to manifest and minister this life of God to others. And then we started off with the law of the spirit of life. Which we have concluded and then moved on. We jumped and then move on to manifest and minister the life of God to other people in other words we know that we have eternal life in us we have the life of God in us and then we are meant to minister the same life not only to us but to others and then it's important for you to note that is what is called the anointing and there is what is called grace And as I was standing there, the Lord just told me something about it too. So let me just quickly mention it. When you have the anointing of God, the anointing of God does not work for you. It works for other people. Hello? So when you are anointed by God, the anointing of God upon your life is not for you is to minister to other people, all right? But there's a dimension of your walk with God that begins to produce, to begin to move you from grace to grace. That comes to a level that the anointing of God upon your life cannot be distinguished from the grace of God upon your life. Because of the level of grace you have gotten into. You have moved from one degree of grace to another degree of grace. It comes to the point that you begin to minister to people through grace. A combination of the anointing and the grace of God begins to walk in your life. Now the beauty of and anyone, anyone can begin to minister. In grace. Anyone. Now the beauty of ministering in grace is that when you grow in the grace of God, the anointing that flows by grace is an anointing that works for your life and then for other people. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am by what? By the grace of God. So the grace of God works in other people's lives, but also works in your life. And it's the power of God. So we have talked about the law of the spirit of life. So we know that the law of the spirit of life is the leading of the Holy Spirit. Is the mind that is controlled by the Spirit of God. Putting it in a simple way the mind that is in submission to the Holy Spirit, the mind that is in submission to the Word of God, the mind that is in submission. To the plan and the purpose of God, the mind that is in submission to the things of heaven, to spiritual things. That's simply the law of the spirit of life. Is the life that is led by the Holy Spirit. Now you come down to look at Romans chapter 8. Let's look at verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Remember, verse 1 talks about, Now, therefore, there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. For those that do not walk in the flesh, or that those that do not walk after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Why? Verse 2, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So the whole chapter began to talk about this law of the spirit of life. And then you see, coming down to verse 14, it begins to talk about being led by the spirit of God. So we see the correlation between being led by the spirit of God and the law of the spirit of life. So in other words... What does it really mean? Because there's an emphasis on the spirit, the spirit of life. The spirit that gives life. And then it comes and says, those that are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. Because if you are led by the spirit of God, then what happens? The spirit of life keeps producing what? Life in you. And you know, you go back to verse 11, and then it talks about that same spirit. It says, will quicken your mortal body. In other words, we'll release life, we'll make alive your mother body. will not allow the effect of the fallen man to affect your mortal body. For if the spirit of him, there's a law of the spirit. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also make alive. It will keep your mother body alive. In other words, it will keep supplying your mother body with what? The life of God. And that's what will keep sickness, the dominion of sin away from your body. So this is important that we understand the law of the spirit of life. And then Jesus speaking in Matthew chapter 6, verse 22. Also talking about this law in another way. Matthew chapter 6, verse 22. He said, the light of the body is the eye. Remember I did say that he didn't say the plural eyes, right? He says the singular eyes. Eye, so definitely. How many eyes do you have? Uh-huh. So definitely, it's not talking about these physical eyes. Because it's a singular eye. So if therefore thine eye be single, and then we were able to see that it was talking about what? What was he talking about? Our heart, right? So he said, if thine eye be single, the whole body shall be full. Of light. And there's another dimension there. In twenty three. Twenty-three. Sorry, just a moment. Just want to make sure. I don't miss anything that needed to say. All right. Okay. So, if then are be evil, thy whole body shall be full of what? Darkness. Now, there's a statement here now. If you don't watch it, you miss it. If you don't listen, you miss it. If you're not attentive, you miss this. And It's very key. Sincerely, as at Sunday when I even read it, that particular one, I had no Light to it and no revelation to it. So that's why, if you think you know all these things, <laughs> and so we, I mean, the Spirit of God will keep revealing these things to us. He said, If therefore, because I've been wondering why, why, how can the light of somebody be darkness? If therefore the light that is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? I mean, how does he come into this statement? Now, let's read it again from, you know, 22. Watch it. The light of the body is what? Is the eye. So, is the heart, right? Right? Now... Jesus here, one of the things you must take note is that when there are times when the Bible is talking about the heart, it's actually talking about your inner life. The hidden part of the man. Hello. And so when he talks about the hidden part of the man, he's actually referring to that part of you that is not visible. That cannot be seen. Man is a tripartite being, right? So man is a spirit, and then he has a soul, and then lives in the body. Which part of man can you see? The body, right? Okay. So when the Bible talks about the hidden man of the earth, uh, talks about your inner life, it's talking about that part of you that is not visible. So at times the Bible might be talking about both your spirit and your soul. Or at times it might be talking about just your spirit. Or at times it might just be talking about just your soul. And at times there's a combination of the two. But how do you get to know which one is talking about? Your spirit or your soul? Is by the functionality by the characteristics of what is said in that passage. When you look at the characteristics of it, you will know whether, oh, is the soul is talking about. For example, when he's talking and then he says your thoughts, you know he's talking about the soul, which is your he's talking about the part of your soul, which is your, your mind, which is your heart because you use your heart to think. But if he's talking about your communication with God, Then, at that point, he's talking about your spirit man, because it is your spirit man that communicates with God. But your spirit man also communicates. There's a synergy between your spirit man and your soul. So, you're able to understand what God is saying, because there's a synergy between your spirit man and your soul. Then, you're able to to interpret it, understand it in this realm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, the light of the body is the eye. We have identified last Sunday that the eye is what? The heart. How did we identify it? You read down, and then he says, Take ye no thought. So, you already know. Oh, oh, oh. He's talking about. So, where, what is that faculty that we use to think? It is what? Our heart, our mind. Okay, so. All right, go back to that verse 22. And then he says, The light of the body is the eye, if therefore your eye be single, if your heart is focused, then it says the whole body shall be full of light. So Jesus speaking here, speaking to both the Jews that know God. because Jesus is speaking with a mindset that is also speaking to the believer with a mindset that's okay when we read it as new testament believers we should be able to apply this and we should be able to understand it and then he comes and make and made a statement that's in verse 23 But if then I be evil. Now this is a statement to everybody. Both believers and unbelievers. If your heart is evil. Then your whole body shall be full of darkness. So this one is talking about a certain people here. Then he went on to say. Every man know you have light in you. Some people's light is light. But when I say some people's light is what? Darkness. How can the light of somebody be darkness? Because I said, if therefore the light that is in you, there is light in, in every man. But when I say if... The light that is in you is darkness. So Jesus Christ switched to the spirit of man here. He said it's going to be, it's a huge problem if the light that is in you, your spirit man that is in you is darkness. Darkness. He said, How great is that darkness? So, in other words, Jesus is saying that if you are still an unbeliever with a spirit that is not born again, what is in your spirit? Is what darkness. Because the spirit of man is actually the light of man eventually. Is represents the light of the man eventually. But but that's that's at the spirit level. Then at the soul level, what is the light of man at the soul level is your mind, the heart. Amen. So but Jesus Christ now dug deeper and said, Now there is there's a level that is so dangerous. It's the worst level that if the light that is in somebody You know, the first one is saying, "Okay, you, you, you—I mean, you have light in your spirit, man, but there's a problem with your heart." Hmm? But now that your your spirit man is darkness, the light that is in you is darkness. He said, "I mean, that one. There's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do." If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that light? It's such a great, is how great is that darkness? He said it's such a great darkness. And then, okay, so if the light that is in you is not darkness, but if your eye, if your eyes be evil, you have light in you, your spirit man is born again. But if your eyes be what? Evil. He says, your body will still be full of darkness, depending on the level of evil. See, and that's why the word of God comes and then begins to do what? To renew our mind. Begin to transform our mind. Begin to transform our mind. And then that's why we said a lot about the law of the spirit of life meaning that you mind, you put your mind on the things of the spirit. We say you have the mind of Christ, you can control your mind and you can place your mind on the right thing, right? You put your mind on the right thing. You put it right there. You have the ability. So you put your, your mind on the right thing. But it says if you don't put your mind on the right thing, you, you put it on the evil, what happens is said, the whole body shall be full of darkness. Do you understand this principle? So we are born again our light is light. Our light is not darkness. Our light is light. But we need to make sure that our heart is on that light. Not on darkness. Our light is on the word of God. Our light is on the word of God. Our heart is on the word of God. Our mind is on the word of God. Very, very important. So this morning, we are going to look at the word of life. The word of life. First John chapter 1 and then verse 1. We we spoke a bit about it, but we go deeper today. So, that which was from the beginning. That which was from the beginning. So, there is something that is from the beginning. There's something that is from the eternal past. The Bible said, in the, in the eternal past, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, because it is God Himself that introduced time. The concept of time never existed until God introduced the concept of time. That's why we can even say, we can begin to make reference to in the beginning. Because the beginning is not the beginning. Is not the beginning. God himself is the beginning. <laughs> there wouldn't have been any concept of time if God didn't introduce it. So you don't, you wouldn't have dictionary of time in any language. You won't have time in the dictionary of any language. It was because God introduced time. And so we can now, we have a reference. So he said, that which was from the beginning. So we need to, what is that that is from the beginning? What is it? He said, and that thing that is from the beginning, he said, which we have heard. So it is something that we can hear. It is something that is communicable or communicable by words, words. So the thing, the thing can flow in words. How many of you, you can see my words? (laughs) Words are spiritual, but you can hear it. Isn't that wonderful? You can hear spiritual things. Words are spiritual. And that's why you should know that, see, see we are creations we are not just we are creation the things God created he puts words that can be communicated so whatever we are talking about the Bible says is from the beginning right and then We can hear that thing. It said, which we have seen with our eyes. Whatever it is, we can see it. (laughs) With our eyes. Of course, here it's not talking about our physical eyes. It's talking about our spiritual eyes. And then the beauty of it is that we have looked upon it. It is something we can meditate upon. We can meditate upon that thing. And then it is something we can handle. We said our hands have handled it. It is something we can experience. It's a reality. It is not a mirage. It is not abstract. It is not, you know, you be, how many of you have been in some physics lectures in the university? And then you're just wondering, what is this man talking about? Very yeah. abstract thing. That it would take feet for you to even understand what he's talking about. Hallelujah. No. That's why when the Bible says you are the righteousness of God in Christ it's not an assumption hello it's not like okay okay let's just assume you know that is the righteousness of God no, no 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 it's not it's not that's why we you know people a lot of believers they thank God for the forgiveness of sin that we have access to forgiveness of sin. No, 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 no. Forgiveness of sin is not a New Testament thing. Hello? Forgiveness of sin did not start in the New Testament. God has been forgiven sin from the Old Testament. Hello? So there's nothing special in forgiveness of sin. And so when God forgives, he forgives. It's not a special thing in the New Testament that was not possible in the Old Testament. It was possible. The only difference is that before they can receive forgiveness of sin, it must be on the premise of blood. Blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. So that is why they must come with lamb and all of that and shed the blood. You know why? Hello. God is a God of justice. There is no sin that goes unpunished. There is no sin on earth that goes unpunished. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's why he said you cannot be forgiven unless there's a sh- shedding of blood. That goat that you shed is the one that carried your sin. It's the one that carried the sin in the Old Testament. Called the scapegoat. God will always judge sin. All the time, he will judge it. Uh, some of you, you would not have been able to atone for yourself if Jesus didn't come. It's the rich men. The rich men are the ones that will just, you know, they will commit heavy sin and they will bring. They will bring enough goats. Kill it before the Lord. <laughs> and you, you go and commit sin and then you, you, you can't even, you can't buy goats. See now, you're in trouble. But thank God Jesus came. Hallelujah. Woo! for all of us. Ah, what? Some of us. What would have we, what, what, what are we going to do? And then the mess, the mess, the mess. Look at the mess of killing goats. Every distress of even killing the goat. You know, you kill goat today, you sin tomorrow. You kill goat again. It's like poverty is even granted, uh, guaranteed for some people because of that. There must be a shedding of. But what is the special thing that we received as New New Testament believers? And we should never pride ourselves in just forgiveness of sin. We should pride ourselves in the fact that Jesus didn't just come to give us forgiveness of sin. He came to give us dominion over sin. Dominion over sin. That is something that he didn't have in the Old Testament. That we have. And it's not an assumption, it's a reality. So that's where I'm going. So we're not, let's assume we are the righteousness of God. They didn't, they were, they were not the righteousness of God. They were sinners forgiven. That's why you are not a sinner. You know, in our, in our humility, we say, you know, I am, how do they put it? I'm a wretched sinner that was, as if we have handled it. We have handled that which is from the beginning. And then, so let's locate what is that thing that is from the beginning. What is it? The word of life. This is the secret of the apostle. This apostle John speaking. He was was one of the apostles. He was actually the apostle that did not die so early. So he had those secrets. And then here he began to dish out the secret. And then he said, this is the key secret. And what is it? Verse 2. Look at verse 2. He says, for the life was manifested. The life. Manifested in the word of life. Manifested and then became flesh. That life, the word of God, the living word of God manifested in Jesus Christ. I said, and we have seen it. That's what, so, so you see the dimension he's talking about here is not actually the dimension of the Jesus that came in a flesh form. That's not the dimension he's talking about here. Now. He's talking about, you know, because the word of God comes in the different forms that we have seen in that verse 1. In a form that we can hear, in a form that we can see, in a form that we can look upon, meditate upon, in a form that we can handle, we can experience. So he said, for the life was manifested and we have seen it, and bear witness and show unto you that, that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. And that life, the word of life, is manifested unto us, but also given to us in a written form. Written form. Written form. Written form. Verse three. That which we have seen and heard, he said, we declare it unto you. It's, It's a word that we can declare unto you. We declare unto you. So that, why are we declaring it unto you? So that you also may have fellowship. And truly, is that you have fellowship with us. And then understand what this fellowship we are talking about. Because our fellowship is, so when he's saying have fellowship with us, he's saying that have fellowship with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So that's why every time you get into the Word, we're talking about the Word of life you move into. See, the encounter is, see, you're about to fellowship with God and with the Father. Never again should you open the Word of God and open it as if you want to read um, a magazine or a novel or a newspaper. When you open it, you're about to encounter who? God the Father, and the Holy Spirit, and, the, and God the Son. Because it's the word of life. And then God says that you can hear it. You can hear it. So if I'm, if I'm going to, I, 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 can, I can try and find a way to hear this word by getting... The messages, the whole messages of the IC. And then play it again. As I'm hearing it, I'm hearing what? The word of life. So I can hear it. Then I can see it. So as I, as I put the word of God right in front of me. Put the word of God right in front of me. And then I'm reading it. I can see beyond what I'm reading. By the Spirit of God. I can see the word of God. Then I can experience the fellowship that comes to the word. I mean, through the word of God. Because the word of God eventually will point you to the person of Jesus. Will point you to the person of God. You begin to see that, see, God is with me here. The word of God will be pointing you to Him, to Christ. You say, Christ is here. He's here with me. It's a reality. It's not not, that you can't see him with your physical eyes does not mean he's not there. He's here with me. I can speak with him. I can talk to him. Like a son talks to his father, like a brother talks to his elder brother. I can talk to him. He said, Truly, our fellowship is with the Father. And with His Son, Jesus Christ. In John chapter six, verses three, He said, "It is the Spirit that quickens; the flesh profited nothing." He said, "The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life." You see how important these words is in Acts chapter five, verse nineteen. Acts chapter 5, verse 19. When the angel of the Lord, it said, but the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth. They they kept the disciples in prison, locked them up. The angel of the Lord went there. He told them they should not preach the word of God again. Told them. He went there, opened the prison door. You understand? (laughs) And then brought them out. (laughs) Hallelujah. This is not the real now, a really re story it happened life under the It's an angel. So I don't know. say you are in, uh, some people who are they? Headsmen. bandits. they say, pick you up." and then they are demanding for money. who bond them? Hallelujah. Your angel needs to be questioned. What happened? Why? They will have their defense. Don't you know the Bible says we are going to judge them? So if you are the one that now didn't say angels, get to work. In the last day. Why should you judge an angel? Why? Why are we going to judge an angel? That some angels may not do their work well. Why would we need to judge them? And it is in the last they will now know that the reason they didn't do their work is you. Because they will need to defend. There are certain abnormalities that should never happen to a new creation. They will have to defend it. They must come to court and defend it. Why did this one happen? Why did this one happen? They will be able to now say, okay, this is what happened. He, he did not use his authority. You're free. Not that God doesn't know, but so that you will know. Justice. You must think of God as a God of justice. He must hear you, hear everybody. Hello? Hello but in fact, you are going to be the judge of that day. That's it. You must, the angel needs to explain to you what happened. What happened? What happened? And then that's why some people will be so ashamed of themselves. That's ah, so I was the one that caused it. The angel was there to help me, but I didn't. <laughs> the angel of the Lord came in, delivered them. The angels of the Lord, they are still very active today. Amen? Amen. You, have, you have at least one angel with you. Your guardian angel is with you. It's there to keep you from the den of kidnappers. If by mistake you get into the den of kidnappers... Note that the angels of God are there with you. You get them, you activate them, and then they open the door for you. You move. And depending on your work with God, if you have a destroying angel that is also serving you, they are in trouble. That means the kidnappers are in trouble. Because if you activate the destroying angels, he will punish them very well. Very, very well. He can blind them. You tell the destroying angel. That's what they do. Those destroying angels... They are there to deal with people. If you don't have a destroying angel and you are saying, I blind you, uh, that's a problem. Because your guardian angel is there to just guide you and protect you, move you out. But those destroying angels, they are not there to protect. They are there to to show the enemy pepe. Amen. Amen. You can ask the Lord Jesus. I mean, make a request for your destroying angel. But by the word of God, we are given guardian angels. But every one of us, we have access to destroying angels. They are in heaven. Your guardian angel is here on earth. You don't need, you don't need prayer to get them here. They are here. But you can request for guardian angels and say, and say no, no, no. The level I'm going, I've, I've grown to increase anything. I need, God. I need, I need a destroying angel. But there are some people we need to show them pepper. Not that we will send them to hell, but we we'll show them pepper. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And then look at it. Where am I going? It says, and then, by night, opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, verse 20, look at verse 20, go, stand and speak in the temple to the people. all the words of this life, all the words of this life, the words of life, all the words of eternal life. All the words of the life of God. So every time you sit down with God's word, what is, what is coming out? Life. You must be a lover of the word. That's why I started with, you must be a man that comes for revelation and comes for what? Understanding. I'm talking about the words of life here. All the messages of DIC 2022, it's available already. All you just need to do is say, hi, DIC, to the church WhatsApp number, which I believe will be projected in a moment. And you say it, and then it will say continue. You click continue, and then a menu will come up. You click menu. And then you will see all the messages. You click that one. And then it will deliver all the messages, the link to all of the messages to you. And then what do you do with it? You start listening to each one of them. Each one of them. Each one of them. Each one of them. As those words are coming, life is released. You said, go stand and speak in the table to the people. All the words of the life. Of this life, all the words of eternal life, just speak. You want to move on the wings of God, on the grace that has been supplied in Destiny International Conference 2022, then go pick those messages and then listen to them. Lock yourself up. You can lock yourself up, get uh, leave, wherever. If you can't get leave, You can do two hours every day. Just lock up yourself. He said, you are now doing your own personal conference. (laughs) You're on the mountain. He said, I want to multiply (laughs) the blessing. Amen. Come and tell your neighbor you can multiply it. You can multiply the blessing. You can make the blessing settle in. Just go and listen and listen again to it. Stand to your feet this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The angel of the Lord said, go stand and speak in the temple to the people. All the words of this life, the words of this life has been spoken to us at this international conference and the words of the Lord that have been coming to us. It's the one that the Bible says, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my chains, Philippe, uh, Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty. Proverbs four twenty. Put it up, and we're going to read it together, and we're going to pray. Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty. Look up. Look at the monitor, and then let's read this together. Let's go, my son. Sorry, just a moment. Give me NIV. Good. Now let's read this NIV. My son, pay attention to to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Verse 21. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them where? Does it look like what Apostle John said in 1 John 1 1? Does it look like it? Okay, good. Keep them where? Within your heart. heart. Let them stay within your heart. Your meditation should be the word. What do you use your heart to do? To think, to meditate, right? So if he's saying keep them within your heart, he's saying you should do what with it? Meditate on them. That's how you keep them within your heart. Because whatever you meditate on is what you have kept in your mind. It's what you have kept in your heart. Your meditation is the treasure of your heart. For where your heart is, there your treasure will be. So if you want to know the treasure of your heart, is to know what is it that you are meditating on. Okay, verse 22. For they are life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body. So you say now, the word of God, it is not just life on, on, on an invisible way. He said it's also life to your body, your physical body. Uh-huh. Verse 23. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. It is your destiny. It is your destiny. It is your manifestation. Your heart is your manifestation. He said, out of it are the issues of life. Hallelujah. Come and open your mouth and say, Lord, I put my mind on your word. I hear your word. I see your word. I hear your word. I see your word. In the name of Jesus. I handle your word. I meditate on your word. Your word is my life. Your word is my life. In the name of Jesus. Grace is released to me. To spend time with your word in the name of Jesus come on pray right now pray 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 pray. thank you father bless you so my da gadishda groan me na hand to come on pray thank you lord bagada sku prayer ya degus ibrahanda roku senda ya gadabuskit zone me na gre 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 Come on, talk to the Lord. Thank you, Father. Have you spoken so it is in the name of Jesus. And this morning, we have the Lord's table before us. And then we come by faith to partake of the table of the Lord. For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you. that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread And when he had given thanks, Father will give you thanks. Hallelujah. He broke it. And said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner, also, he took the cup. And when he had stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup. You do show the lost dead till he comes. So, by faith, let us come and partake of the body and the blood of Jesus. This is the body and the blood of Jesus. If you are here this morning, you're not born again, you cannot partake of the body and the blood of Jesus. But I want to give you that opportunity to give your life to Jesus. All eyes closed, please. All eyes closed once you receive jesus as your lord and savior then you have access to his body so how do you quickly get to know whether you're born again or not you see if jesus comes right now you are not 100 sure you're going to go that's the worst that's it it's as simple as that you're not 100 sure you're going to go you are not born again if you're that person you are not 100 sure You're going to go raise up your hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you so that you can be sure after today. God bless you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lift it up. Lift it up very well. Lift it up. And now say after me, my God, I receive Jesus Christ, your son, as my Lord and savior today because I know he's the one that came to this world to die for my sin and on the third day he rose again so my life is never the same again for Jesus Christ is in my heart today in Jesus name yeah, beloved, you are born again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, so the pastors are going to the pastors are going to administer the communion to us. And then you take the cup and then you take the, the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus. Hold the two and wait for everybody. And then we're going to eat and drink together. Please let's go. And let's do it very fast. Please, let's have uh, more pastors, you know, uh, ministers, help with this. Let's make it very fast, yeah.
1: You paid
0: This is the body of Christ. Say it after me. This is the body of Christ that was broken for me, and I eat by faith. Please break it and then eat. Please hold the cup. This cup is a New Testament in the blood of Jesus. And by faith, I drink the blood of Jesus. Please drink. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, the blood of Jesus, the body of Christ. You know, it's flowing straight to your body, your body system, your, your streams, I mean the, the the blood stream, vessels. And you know that as 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 it digests and then flows into your body, you know, it's releasing life to your body. Thank you, Father. And then it's releasing life to your brain very fast. Very fast right now. Very fast. So the, the, your thinking ability changes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And I decree in the name of Jesus that this new week that you stepped into is your best week yet. In the name of Jesus the Abrahamic blessing is a reality to you in the name of Jesus the favor of God answers for you testimonies upon testimonies is your portion. in the name of Jesus goodness and mercy follows you all the days of your life in the name of jesus your head does not lack oil you are highly graced in the name of jesus you are highly favored in the name of jesus you are greatly graced in the name of jesus you are marvelously helped in the name of jesus the lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. You have a goodly heritage in the name of Jesus. You're going out and you're coming in is blessed. You come out rejoicing. You come in rejoicing. You go out with testimonies. You come in with testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Your name is testimony. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Come on, rejoice. Come on, rejoice. Hallelujah. Please, you may be seated.